before we get to the episode, I just wanted to shout out to my fellow podcasters. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. I want to give something back to you guys as well. If you're looking for sponsors, affiliate links, ads, go on podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot co. And use my code Divine Healing by D to sign up and find sponsors. That's podmetrics.co. Referral code Divine Healing by D. Good luck. Welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Joe Figueres. She is the founder of Woke Studio and the Woke Akashic. She is an Akashic soul blueprint reader, an intuitive development coach, an artisan jewelry designer, and she incorporates numerology and astrology in the design of her custom jewelry for her clients. So you know how much I love that. Uh, she's been a professional reader since 2014. But she's been working with her abilities for over 25 years. As a teacher, she offers this large catalog of metaphysical and holistic classes and workshops, both online and in person. She focuses on empowering intuitives and empaths to develop and strengthen their abilities. She left her corporate job marketing and public relations where she was this certified event planner and she opened her studio space to hosting and organizing these metaphysical events gallery readings meditations and healing retreats and we're going to talk about what is the kashik records um how everyone can open it just i speak to a lot of people who have never heard about it so i really thought hey this is like the perfect time to do an episode of the kashik records i have a few friends that could read it I've done it and it is life-changing. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and it motivates you to get a reading with her with anybody else and just open your mind up more. So here's Joe. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hello. I am wonderful. Great, great. Are you ready to talk about the Akashic Records? I am. I'm very excited. Me too, me too. Uh, do you mind introducing yourself first for the listeners, please? Absolutely. Um, my name is Joe Figueres, and I am the Woke Akashic. Um, I do Akashic readings, um, soul blueprint readings, um, standard intuitive readings, and then I also do intuitive development. Nice. So what are the Akashic records for anyone who doesn't know? The Akashic records, um, traditionally people see it as... Uh, library. Um, but the Akasha is actually an energy. So really, it's just a different way of tapping into the intuitive realm, right? Using mm-hmm. your clear abilities, um, much like a psychic or a medium does. Okay. So I feel like when I bring, when I introduce Akashic Records to people and I'm discussing it with them, they always bring up past life regression and my yes. experience with that. Is there any connection there? How are, how are they the same? How are they different? Yeah, because the Akasha is sort of the holding um, space for all memories and experiences, um, you know, all dimensions, past lives come up a lot. 
Mm-hmm. I specifically have always had an interest in them and have always been to see them in others. But mm-hmm. when I opened the Akashic records, all of a sudden I was seeing them in great detail and vividly. So some people that open the Akasha, they don't have or see past lives. So mm-hmm. it really just depends on what your intuitive abilities are. Oh, cool. So if you're someone who's clairvoyant, you probably will see your past life, past lives. I think so. Or, you know, if it's, if, if, if that's just one of your abilities, you know, to access past lives, because not all psychics and mediums can access past lives or it's not that they can, it's just that they, they just don't, that's not their um, sort of specialty. I also feel like a lot of psychics are not really, if they're not trained well enough or they're just getting into their, um gifts they probably don't know that they're accessing their past lives exactly right exactly yeah um i teach intuitive development like i mentioned and Mm -hmm. there is a whole process to it you have to start you know with energy management and then work your way up it's 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 like any skill that you learn cool do you mind like giving i'm curious now like your first experience like opening it up like your first your absolute first you knew nothing Oh, gosh. Okay. So I just a quick backstory. So yeah. I, I tried to learn for years and years and years. I've, I've mm-hmm. known since I was a little girl, the word. And finally, one of my mentors, my hearing went out. Um, it's not that I couldn't hear, but I felt like I was underwater. And I oh, called cool. her and I said, I'm experiencing something. What is this? And she said, you know, hold on, let me tap in. Oh, you're going to learn a new skill. I'm like, oh, that's great. What does it have to do with my hearing? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it's the Akashic Records. And I'm like, oh, great, wonderful. Well, I assumed I would be taking a class or learning from somebody. And she's like, no, you're going to channel the information, which, oh, okay. you know, that's it's like, well, I didn't I didn't have enough confidence in myself. I'm like, what? No, I, I want to learn. But so the first three nights I spent actually in channel. Of mm-hmm. learning all about the Akashic records. I also channeled the access prayer. So the first time that I channeled that prayer, it felt like this, uh, like I was dipped in warm butter. And I, and Interesting. I, yeah. oh, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like you drop into the records. So that's what it feels like. Like you're just sort of dropping into like this warm bed of butter. Oh, for me. That's what it feels like for you. That's interesting. You know, when you tell me that I hear, okay, so she's not being able to hear. Maybe she is opening up a clear audience. Yes. Gift, or you're probably going to step into a past life with uh, possibly like having your head underwater or drowning something or like some kind of pressure to the head. Like that's where I go when you, when you said that. So I was, so did you remember lives like that? I have been remembering past lives ever since I was a little girl. That was one of the things that kept me interested in the Akasha. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I, I I think it's up to like 34 that I'm, that I have distinct memory. Oh, that's cool. That's a lot. I have like 10, I think 10 or 12. Oh, they're so fun to, um, to tap into. And have you ever had an Akashic, um, reading? Uh, no, not a professional one. I've done it on myself a few, like two or three times. It kind yeah. of, it, it was pretty heavy, but yeah, I'd love to possibly do a, um, like with you soon. Yeah, absolutely. I would 100%. love to trade. Yeah, I would love to because I've done past life regression. I've talked about it before, how much it really helped me and changed my life for the better. And I'm just, I recommend it to everybody. So I think this is yeah. just another step higher 
in it a is. way from past life regression and just it's just so cool like knowing who you were like were you bad were you good now you <laughs> like I feel like most healers now were pretty bad people in past lives like they remember <laughs> we were savages we were set we were I was like a warrior king I was crazy I was killing people all the time yeah it's just it's so it's yeah exactly savages what's your favorite life what's your favorite life you've remembered oh my gosh okay so I will tell you it's not necessarily my favorite as far as me being the person because I, I was I was a savage so I was an emperor um, an emperor, nice. Um, a very powerful. Oh, but he was hor- He was the worst, just the worst human being. And so, I was betrayed mm-hmm. and thrown into the dungeon. And so, the beautiful karmic aspect of that is that that was a dungeon that I had thrown people into wow. heartlessly, and I would starve them there. So there were lots of visions of me starving when then people back in that day resorted to cannibalism, and so. Um, it, it just, yeah, it was gross. <laughs> it was really gross, but it was a really cool because it helped me sort of get, um, get clear on why I had such an animosity for a certain administration. I love that. So do yeah. you think definitely the, uh, opening the Akasha could help possibly with, um, relationships like why you're in a certain like hamster wheel with a particular person, right? I feel like it can really explain that why you probably hate a lot many members of your family yeah yeah right so yeah yeah. it explains relationships connections so here's here's where it's a little bit different for me so I am an Akashic soul blueprint reader. So mm-hmm. I open up the Akashic energy in order to read your soul blueprint. Mm-hmm. One of the past lives that I explored recently was life on the other side or life between life. Mm-hmm. And in that I am, I help people write their soul blueprints for their current incarnations. So it only makes sense that when I incarnated, I became a soul blueprint reader. Uh, I would, I, I like help that. people read what I help them write. Cool. So I use numerology and what we do is we look at your soul blueprint, what your, um, you know, your purposes, your path, what your strengths and your challenges are and mm-hmm. all of those things and how those relate to you being in or out of alignment with your soul blueprint. Wow. Yes. Can you change so the- it? Can you change your blueprint? Absolutely. We oh, have free okay. will. Free will. Yeah, obviously. And, yeah. yeah. Just based on decisions, just a decision mm-hmm. choice. I love that. Yeah. That is also something that comes up in numerology a lot. You yes. can change it, even though I just because I recorded with a numerologist and she was amazing. Like she knew things about me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. Like I meant to have this thing, but, you know, I can change how it affects me. It doesn't have to affect me so much if I know how to deal with it. So even though you're given certain things. It's like also if you have like a genetic problem, right? Like, okay, you're susceptible to heart disease. Like, it doesn't mean you're going to get heart disease. You just have to be careful. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and being aware of it. So um, with with numerology, it's interesting because you're reading the numbers, not the actual person. Mm -hmm. But when you're clairvoyant or when you're an intuitive, then all those other reads come in clairvoyantly. So... Um, you know, you are reading them psychically, but you have the foundation of the numbers. I and, see. Yeah. Yeah. And so the numbers show you where your, um, your challenges are potentially. So instead of thinking of them as 
um, you know, a character flaw, you could look at them and go, okay, in this situation, because I'm a life path seven, Mm -hmm. you know, I tend to be a little bit introverted. Um, I'm going to bring the the energy of another number into play so that I can bring balance to that. And that's how you sort of win um, or master your soul blueprint is by bringing everything into balance. Have you been asked a lot by certain people before they get a reading that is anything bad going to happen? Am I going to like die? Am I going to fall asleep and never wake up? Is this scary? I bet you get that a lot. Right. Uh, You know, I, well, you know, I do people, um, people are so afraid of basically with in intuitive development. They're like, what am I opening myself up to? You know, and they think it's like Satan and I'm like, well, you know, no, that's, I don't, I don't dabble in that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Same thing with Um, Reiki. People think I'm some kind of like, I don't know, whatever their journey, as I say. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. So you've had people say that to you. Yeah, I could assume so. Like maybe they have to watch somebody get a reading for them to really open up. Maybe that'll help or just explaining it to them in detail, right? clarity yeah you know people people are seeking clarity and they're seeking guidance and when you give it to them and also I tend to approach everything Mm -hmm. all of my teachings and my classes and my readings everything from a science Mm -hmm. you know standpoint because it's all about energy and managing energy and so you know I tend to be a little conservative when it comes to the woo you know I do really dig and nerd out on the esoteric but when people, especially newbies, are getting first going through their awakening, they they need the science more than they need the esoteric in order to feel confident. I see. Yeah, I kind of say that too. I'm like, well, energy is everywhere, and we're all energy. So what I'm yeah. doing is just moving the energy. I'm not creating anything or putting anything anywhere. It's just it's I'm helping you access that energy. So absolutely, I see how it connects. Yeah, have you ever had? I'm, I'm now like nerding out on this too have you ever had um maybe a client like breakdown or it was just the most bizarre kind of tell us about your most bizarre kind of reading oh gosh um oh my god there's so many yes there are so many oh I will tell you about a recent one um it was it's it's amazing so I have a client who she has a terminal um diagnosis and Mm. she um you know uh, she will pass um, in the next maybe year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, instead of, you know, going into what the everyday life, which is typically what spirit guides will do or advisors mm-hmm. when they come through, they were like, we need you to understand why you are passing at this young age. Mm, and sad. they went into all of it. And she's just this badass, and, you know, um, who has a, a job after she passes then that's when her true purpose kicks in. So that was a really cool reading because it gives you a glimpse into, you know, our immortality and that there's a purpose for our incarnation, but then also it's often to continue a greater sort of um, purpose after we pass back over. Wow. So for example, like when you say that, I think of maybe, I don't know her age, of course, but, she probably would if she was a charitable person for example uh and she passes maybe her friends and family will start a community or a charity in her name that only helps like more people that she helped when she was alive something like that right like she has some kind of purpose 
um yeah yeah i guess that would be like a, like the three dimensional sort of you know um positive out spin on it right. but what i'm talking about is life between life so mm. once we pass over because we're immortal beings we have jobs on the other side yes, you know, we, we have do. purposes and paths and so her greater purpose is to take what she learned incarnate and then use that to help further evolution and all of that, um, you know, the the transition of from 3D to 5D. So she's going to take everything she's learned to help move that along and progress it more because she could only learn that in the physical, in 3D. Wow. You know, this makes me, this reminds me of the time where I got a human design reading with a channeler. <gasps> And I kept having dreams of a classmate of mine who passed away um, when we were like 2021 and he came through and he said, oh, like, don't worry about me up here. I'm great. I have the best job. I have the biggest, best job. I'm watching over everybody. You don't know what's going to happen next. Right. I was like, wow. Yeah. Life between life is my jam. I love that topic. I devour everything I can I on life it. between life. Um, it is just fantastic. It's interesting, too, that you mentioned human design. That's the mm-hmm. third time I've heard it. So that's my sign. I've been meaning to get a human design reading, but I keep hearing that word. And that was a third time. So now I know. Oh, you got to do it with my girl. <gasps> I got to give you her information. She's amazing. And she just posted today that. She's going to be increasing her prices up next month. So grab one. She's like, take that as your sign to get one. She's amazing. She goes above and beyond the timing. She is so sweet. And just the stuff she gave me that came through, it was beautiful. Because I kept having these dreams nonstop and I couldn't understand why. So she helped me and I haven't like had the dream since. Like I haven't had that visitor since. Perfect. It's just another aspect of you know, soul blueprints and human, all of that, just it, it, that's what I geek out on. Like, what am I here? Why did I write my life like this? Like, mm-hmm. what, what is, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, it's, it, I love all that stuff. I love that. So you answered one of my questions that I always ask my guests, like what other healing modality would you like to try or kind of implement with what you do? So human design, yep. maybe you, we maybe, Oh, it would, it would go together beautifully. Just, yeah. I, I will mention on uh, next Saturday, I have a, a QHHT um, session scheduled. So I'm excited to try that. The quantum healing hypnotherapy. Oh, that's fun. Have you ever done um, family access, uh, access bars and family um, constellation therapy? I've done access bars um, when I was in Michigan and um, one of my colleagues there, she, we traded and that was really cool too. Oh yeah, this is awesome. I mean, I was releasing so much. I I never yawned as I much as I did in that like hour. I just kept yawning. I had to stop. It was crazy. It looks ridiculous from the outside. Somebody watching me standing right. on colored paper, but wow, what a release! Yeah, I, I know. I was like, I said, "Is this normal?" Like, I can't stop yawning, and she's like, "It's it's yes, it's absolutely normal." And then when you read the access bars, are you just like? Like my voice changed the first time. Oh, it was insane. I, I sounded like a man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, uh, that didn't happen to me. I was laying on a, on a table, um, a massage table and she was doing the access bars mostly on my head and, and making me make, make these, having me make these statements. So mm-hmm. that's what it is. So I just read the yeah. statements sitting down normally 
and my voice changed and then every time I do it after that it would become easier and easier and easier oh oh okay so you're you were channeling you were channeling um you can could call it a past life you can call it a spirit whatever that was a channel yeah I guess apparently I'm supposed to be channeling soon I just have to get older so like age will bring it up yeah like age will make me more psychic Ah. we shall see i'll keep you posted (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely well and i can recommend a great book i I recommend to all my students oh tell us which one yeah um opening to channel opening Um, to channel okay yes yes and the author is Dwayne packer and he has a co-author but i can never remember um the name because it's i i can't foreign so it's very foreign Um, yeah it's like Sanaya or something like that and then the last name I just I, I, I don't opening, want to slaughter it so opening to channel okay cool. yeah we love uh book recommendations on here so you can throw oh. as many as you want out it's it, yeah that's a great book and it teaches you all aspects of channeling so good so people can open the records themselves right yes yes yes, yes. it's not like dangerous like they can try how can they try? Like, what do you recommend for them if they don't want to invest in the professional reading? Like, how can they do a basic one? So you can Google the pathway prayer mm-hmm. on the Internet. Dolores Cannon, you can Google that. And, you know, that prayer, um, it works for many, many people. It didn't yes. work for me. I channeled my own prayer. Um, it, You know, it, it is what it is. But it's really just about tapping into the energy of the Akasha. So yes. if you consider it to be, you know, use intention to say, I'd like to open the energy or drop mm-hmm. into the energy of the Akasha. Um, but, yeah, it's it's. In the, back in the day, it was considered to be something that only mystics and, you know, um, Healers, that was just, psychics yeah, can do. Yeah, but no, it's, 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 it's there for everybody um, because we all have access to our own past lives. So I did it and it worked for me. And can I tell you what I saw? It was crazy. Yes. Okay, so I think I was in Paris. I would say 1920s to 1930s. I was on stage. And I was in this, like, it looked like lingerie, but like with a tutu. I can't describe it. I was wearing some kind of costume and I was on stage and I was coming out to sing and people were like standing for me. Ah, yes. Nice. Isn't nice. Cool? So what did you get from it? Did you get any other? So, yeah, this is what I got. I got that. I wasn't that famous yet. I was opening for someone bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I felt Edith Piaf's energy. Excellent. And when I was in high school and the movie came out with her, I was obsessed with her music. Like, obsessed. And I feel like if I'd have to, like, guess that I was, like, her opening act or she was, like, Mm. my mentor and I was trying to, like, be best friends with her. She didn't give me the time of day, but I really admired her. I was much younger than her. And, um, I was trying to like follow in her footsteps. So that's what I got. Excellent. Yeah. So all of that information that you got, not from the, your actual, the visual, but just from your knowing. From knowing. Your yes. Knowing. I never saw yeah. her. I just would, during it, I, I pictured her face and I pictured her and I heard like her music. 
Very cool. Very cool. I love those. I, and it always makes me wonder, like there is a musician, a vocalist, um, he passed over, uh, Chris Cornell. And I have, Oh, I love Chris Cornell. Voice oh my God. From the very beginning. Mm. I he, like his voice takes me into euphoric sort of meditative states. And so I always sort of wonder, like, did, did we have a past life to get some, what Maybe. Is it? I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Maybe because I was told in one of my past life, Sorry, my Kabbalah reading, my Kabbalah birth chart, and my past life reading, I was told that I was a triple threat performer. I was a singer, uh, actress, and a dancer. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So a lot of things add up. Like, if I hear something once, I'll be like, eh, okay. If I hear something twice, three times, I'm like, okay, definitely, yep. like, c- confirmation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, of course, three, three two, that's the number of... Um, like trinity and divinity yes. so whenever three comes into play i'm just like oh this is something i'm just gonna pay attention so if somebody sees like the <laughs> same thing when they open up the records like a few times they keep doing it is that like the message to them like hey you need to fix this sort of problem the situation or you need to just understand why this person is in your life um you know how the records um, help give you guidance and clarity is it's it's based on the intention of you going into it. I can tell you that when people just want to know about their past lives mm-hmm. because of love and, and that sort of thing, the message has zero to do about love and more about um, um, what we keep attracting into our life, mm-hmm. right? Got so it. so it, it, the messages are extremely profound. And I found that um, spirit guides, they don't, many of them don't have time for what they call earthbound pursuits, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, that's not important. What's more important is your spiritual journey. So they'll like sort of brush past that, um, you know, and say, this is, this is where you keep repeating the same behaviors. And this is why. I see. Yeah. So it's, it's like a lesson, like it's breaking it down for them. Like, this is why, this is what you have to do. Yes. Right. Yes. And then they'll show you the past lives to give you a point of reference and say, in this life, you were this, and this is what happened. In this life, you were this, and that's what happened. And you can see the connection between the two. Same situation, different lives, geographic locations, you know, bodies, families, that sort of thing. Mm, I see. That's very cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Oh, my God. I I suddenly got, like, flooded with so many more questions. It's just like, oh, my God. Is there a big, like, what is the biggest misconception about this? That it's a library, that it's a library that you go into. Many people do visualize a book, but it's not a book. Mm-hmm. It's not a library. It's it's a dimension. It's a dimensional energy. It's it's energy. Yeah, it is energy. And do people report to you after like, oh my God, I wasn't really that psychic. But now I feel like I'm having more dreams and visions or just people come in with a reading already having that basis like, hey, you know, I'm kind of clairvoyant. I get messages. I channel like I bet you get a mix, right? I exactly. I get an absolute mix. The main thing that comes out of the Akasha is that people, it, it validates mm. even people that don't consider themselves to be, you know, intuitive or psychic. They're like, you know, I knew these things. I just didn't know that I knew them. So it's validation. I see. I love that. Yeah. When did, when did Akashic records be, when were they discovered? A little more backstory oh before. Yeah. People, I want people to really finish listening to this and be like, I got to get one now. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. The Akasha has been in existence for since the beginning of time, the millennia. Mm-hmm. It's it's an it's an energy. It's a it's a dimension. It's an energetic, um, you know. And then mention of of the Akasha. Oh my God, they go back. Um, I haven't done a ton of history on it, but I mean, they go back to ancient times. I know that when I was given the history of the Akasha by my spirit guides, when I channeled it, when I was first learning, it was a very cosmic mm. sort of concept. So we're talking other, you know, existences, um, star systems, that sort of thing. So that's where the really esoteric comes into play. Got it. So I just Googled it. The, so it uh, was founded by an Austrian guy named Rudolf Steiner. And he used it. He wrote a bunch of articles in his journal from 1904 to 1908. It's so much older than it's that. It's so much That's, older, isn't it? I was like, that kind of yes. sounds pretty young. That's, yeah, because there are mention of the um, the Egyptians, you know, tapping into the Akasha. And, oh, yeah, I see you know, that. Ancient civilizations, uh, Lemurians and Atlanteans that, you know, it goes way back. It's like I said, millennia. So this joseph dude is taking (laughs) (laughs) he's claiming that's cool (laughs) you know it calls from it comes from the word aether it means sky or atmosphere that's beautiful yep akasha akasha Akasha. ether yep yeah and that's why i said it's like you're dropping into an energy Mm -hmm. you're dropping into ether wow like a buddha taught two things are eternal akasha akasha and nirvana Everything has come out of Akasha in obedience to a law of motion inherent in it and passes away. That's like the perfect, just like blurb to describe it. It is. And it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful energy. And and then it helps you connect to, you know, knowledge and clarity and guidance. But also, you know, then you're opening up that energy. So then naturally loved ones come in, spirit guides, you know, guardians, angels, all of those ascended masters. They all come in to give messages within this energy. You know what? I really think a lot of therapists and psychologists should use this in there. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Wouldn't that like make the world a better place? <laughs> there is a trend right now um, where clinical therapists are actually incorporating spirituality and then, you know, holistic therapies like energy work, Reiki. That's a huge trend right now. Um, and it is so cool to see They're you know, they're incorporating crystals mm-hmm. and, and meditation and all of that into their their therapies. I love. It. Are you gonna anything else that you like to implement besides the human design and, and that you'd like to try? Oh my gosh! So I have a um, a birthday seven in my numerology chart, and that's the seeker. And the seeker is always seeking new. So um, anything that strikes my interest, I want to read about it and find out about it. And then at that point, I'm like, do I want to take this further? Um, but there's so many modalities. Um, gosh off the top of my head do you do um, reiki i do well i'm i'm a reiki master but i don't traditional reiki it doesn't really appeal to me um it's a little bit too restrictive so i do um i use energy work within um my client when i work with my clients and i you know just channeling and because that's really what reiki is you're channeling you are you know what whenever i heard channeling i always just thought mediumship so when i'm always like told like oh hey you can like channel i'm like well not really like i don't talk to anybody (laughs) but i now realize that hey i'm actually channeling when i'm moving energy and that's pretty cool and i'm picking up stuff and that's still like the term is so broad it could be so many things yeah 
Well, channeling is is a medium and mediums are channels. So when you're a medium, you're a translator. When you're a channel, you're sort of the yeah. vehicle, right? It goes in into your consciousness and out your mouth. With a medium, you hear it, you can interpret it and figure it out and pick it apart and then decide how you want to deliver the message. It's all, it's all connected. Uh, I'm so, I feel so educated. To, like, it's just so much... <laughs> I love this was like a great talk. I'm so glad we did it. Can you tell everyone where to find yeah. you and book you? Absolutely. I am at the woke Um and from there you can get all of my links on Instagram, Facebook, um, all best of that. name ever. Great marketing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you, Joe. We'll be yes. in touch. Have a great rest of your day. Thank Bye. you. You too. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.